Shelly Martin Podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us on the 21st episode of the Jelly Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Jans. On the Jelly Marketing Podcast, we ask global industry leaders from world-class brands to share their best practices, stories, innovations, and more to help you move your agency, business, or organization ahead. Our topic for today is how to create content that converts. Our guest, Dan Levy, is from Unbounce where he is the content director and responsible for defining and implementing Unbounce's company-wide content strategy and mentoring their industry-leading content team. Stay tuned to the end of the interview where we find out what Dan likes to spread on his toast. Episode number 21, here we go. Hi, Dan. Thanks for joining me on the Jelly Marketing Podcast. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Dan is the content director at Unbounce and... We're going to be doing a few interviews with people from Unbounce, and I'm I'm excited about that because uh, it's a cool company, and their their owner, uh, all and fa- one of the founders, there's six founders. One of the, one of the founders, Ollie Gardner, has been a guest on the show already, and mm. uh, he's he's a brilliant guy. I learned a lot from him. I've seen him present, and then to be able to interview him was was a lot of fun and very instructional as well. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Ollie's. Uh, I mean, he he spends all his time going around the world and speaking. So a bit of a tough act to follow for me, but uh, really, really excited to talk to you today. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to do this. I just was looking on LinkedIn and I'm going to read just a a piece of your bio because I found it really funny. So here we go. (laughs) It says that you are a journalist by training and a content strategist by accident. It says that you've spent the last eight years navigating the fascinating waters of media, think tanks, global marketing agencies, and fast-growing tech startups. I've been described mm-hmm. as one of those rare people who is both a dreamer and a doer and the voice of this generation. And then in brackets, it says, okay, that last one may have been referring to Bob Dylan. <laughs> That's great. I yeah. love that. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as voice of a generation. <laughs> no, that's really cool. So <laughs> I see that you're situated in Montreal. Is that where you grew up or are you there? Are you a transplant? No, I actually did grow up in Montreal, born and raised. I I went to college here and then I actually went to the States for a couple of years. I did a graduate degree there and did some internships and kind of got my start uh, working there before coming back home. So I've been back now for several years, uh, but and but I did grow up here and uh, yeah, it's my, my home and place I love. Before we dive into what you do, just tell us a little bit more about Unbounce and what they do. Sure. So Unbounce is a is a platform. It's a software company, uh, and we uh, have a tool that uh, lets you quickly and easily build landing pages for all your marketing campaigns, and uh, and and not only build those landing pages, but test them and optimize them, and uh, and do it in a way that's on brand for your for your company uh, or your clients. Uh, and pretty soon we'll actually be expanding uh, our product beyond landing pages to enable you to use our really powerful drag and drop builder to build all sorts of other conversion tools for your website and your blog and your e-commerce stores and all that stuff. So that's coming pretty soon. Uh, I, I'm not sure uh, <laughs> if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I'm really excited about it. And so stay, stay tuned for that as well. Oh, that's neat. I love new stuff and it's fun to develop that kind of stuff, isn't it? Totally. Yeah. It's fun to develop. 
Uh, it's fun being on the marketing side, uh, you know, putting together the launch for it. From the content perspective, like totally selfishly, it's nice to have new things to write about and to, <laughs> to speak about and to, to tell stories about. You know, we've always talked about a lot more than just landing pages. Landing pages are part of a larger marketing ecosystem that we talk about. But every time we, we launch a new feature or a new product, it uh, it expands that ecosystem a little bit. So I'm excited about that. So are you creating content just for Unbounce or do you create content for other companies as well, for other clients that come to you? No, we uh, we aren't a services company. So the content that our team creates is for Unbounce. It's, well, for Unbounce, it's really for our, for our customers and our potential customers. So we're putting out everything from thought leadership content around digital marketing, email marketing, uh, pay-per-click marketing, branding, design, all that sorts of good stuff. Uh, and then also content that help our customers use our tool. So that would be documentation and we do lots of, uh, uh, we do some page critique webinars where we'll, we'll look at some of our customers' landing pages and offer some uh, friendly critiques. Uh, we have eBooks and we have a podcast and, and so all our content exists to empower marketers to run uh, higher performing campaigns and, and more effective marketing in general. And, uh, and ultimately, you know, from a business perspective, it's meant to attract new customers and then help our existing customers be more successful. And do you work with a team? Are there a few of you at Unbounce uh, creating content? Yeah, we actually are really fortunate to have quite a big content team. Uh, and like I said, our, our content team really addresses different points in our customer journey. So we have, I think it's a total of about 11 people now who are technically part of the content team, uh, but they're all embedded in in smaller, uh, what we call them squads, uh, that are made up of a combination of content people and strategists and designers, and uh, and each squad is responsible for a different point in our customer journey. And so it's a, it's a big content team, but it's, uh, it's spread uh, throughout uh, our customer journey, everything from top of the funnel content to content that uh, that's more directly about our tool and how to use it. And I would imagine because of the space that you're in, that content must be really, really critical to you guys. <laughs> and uh, like, just talk to us a little bit about the importance of the content that you come up with at, at Unbounce. Oh, it's been huge. I mean, we launched our blog many months before we launched our actual product uh, back in 2009. Uh, and that's because we, when we started uh, in this space, a lot of marketers even, they didn't really know what a landing page was or they didn't know, you know, they thought of it as like the first page you land on on a website, for example, but they didn't really think of them as, as a standalone page that you could use to send traffic to to convert visitors. So if you're running a PPC campaign, if you're running an email campaign, you want to send them to a dedicated landing page that's not you know, it doesn't have all sorts of links to different parts of your website. Uh, and that page is, is dedicated to whatever your campaign is, whatever your offer is, and to be able to optimize it accordingly. So that was a concept that was pretty new when we started out. And so a lot of our early content was about laying the groundwork for that, educating people uh, in a way like making the market uh, before there was a market for a tool to help you build these things. And so it was really huge early on um, from education perspective. 
And also in terms of lead generation, in terms of brand awareness, we were able to have some really good partnerships with uh, companies like Moz. Ali had a guest post on the Moz blog, which was huge. And uh, I think that linked to this big, m- massive infographic. Everything that, that Ali creates is, is pretty epic. Uh, and so he, create, he created this epic infographic called The New Guide to Online Marketing, uh, which is sort of a primer of the whole online marketing world. Uh, and that... Uh, got a lot of traffic and also uh, I believe we use that to, to generate leads as well. And so from the very beginning, content was really the pillar of our marketing strategy. And it still is. I mean, we've since added lots of other channels, uh, paid marketing, email marketing, marketing automation, uh, social partnerships, etc. But uh, content really continues to be what fuels our growth as a company. Yeah, it seems like, you know, what you were talking about years ago, but um, just because of even the changes at Google and all that kind of stuff, that content has become so, so critical, hasn't it? And, and, and then even what you guys are in a, in an awesome space, really, because, you know, landing pages have also become a critical part of the, of the marketing process as well, haven't they? Yeah, uh, we've seen, yeah, I mean, since we started, like, explaining what these things are that was our early content and now we're you know we're putting out more sophisticated content about how to optimize your landing pages and new ways to use them and you know we have lots of uh, external contributors thought leaders writing for our blog around this stuff and so the uh the level of sophistication uh around landing pages and landing page optimization has really increased and uh it's been really fun to be part of that conversation i'm sure you could talk for hours about creating good content, but maybe we could just specifically focus on, on this just for a few minutes. And that's, uh, if you give us a few tips on content, especially content that, that converts, can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, so I, I, I always say before creating content, you need to know why you're creating content. You know, at my, 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 my old boss at my, my last job used to say content without strategy is just stuff. <laughs> right. The, the word content literally means stuff. <laughs> and <good>. so, <laughs> so, so I think it's really important to start with the why, start with your objective, why you're creating this piece of content. And that really depends on, uh, what point in your marketing funnel, or as we call it, our customer journey, we're looking at. And so if we're, uh, we have a, a squad that's called the awareness squad, uh, and they're sort of our top of the funnel squad that's dedicated to, growing awareness of our product and our brand and, and reaching uh, a new audience of, of qualified marketers. And their content, uh, so that's their objective. Um, their main KPI, how they measure their success, right now is primarily through lead generation. That target changes a little bit, but their, their primary KPI at the moment is lead generation, getting new leads. And so in that case, uh, lead gen is the conversion, Right. That's that's the 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 conversion that they're looking for. um, And they're going to make content decisions uh, based on whether or not this piece of content is going to generate leads. And so that will determine whether they they put their piece of content behind a a lead gen wall. So you have to give over your email address that will, you know, change the way they they phrase a particular blog post uh, to to really highlight maybe a, a download a downloadable checklist or another, we call it a conversion carrot, um, an ebook, a webinar, something that we're offering, a, a hopefully very valuable piece of content in exchange for both an email address but also more qualifying information about uh, that potential customer. 
And so, so in that case, you know, again, the conversion is lead gen and you need to create content that, that ultimately serves that KPI. Um, but then once you go further down the funnel, you're looking at different sorts of objectives and different KPIs. And so we have an evaluation squad that is primarily looking to drive new trial starts of our product. And so everybody who starts out with Unbounce gets a free 30-day trial. And, uh, and so we're, we're trying to get as many people on, on these trials as possible. And, uh, and so that's their conversion. Um, and they're creating web copy and creating uh, email campaigns uh, that's all about nurturing the leads that are generated from the awareness squad, nurturing them into people who will eventually you know, be inspired enough to give our, our project, sorry, give our product a spin. Uh, and so uh, in that case, you know, that will motivate their content decisions. And then, and then finally, well, skipping, skipping a couple of steps here, but, uh, but our, our customer education or our growth squad is all about serving our existing, our existing con- uh, customers with content that will make them more successful with Unbounce. And, uh, and so they'll look at uh, objectives and, and KPIs like uh, new feature ado- adoption and people engaging with our, you know, how much people sign in and, and engage with our product, how many landing pages people are building. And, you know, we're looking at things like retention, making sure that these people are successful enough with Unbounce that they continue to stick around and they're always finding uh, use cases for our product. Uh, a lot of people look at landing pages as only something to use with PPC campaigns, but they're really effective um, for email campaigns. And if you're running a webinar and if you're promoting an event and so on and so on. So we're, we're always trying to inspire our, our customers with new use cases. Uh, so I, maybe that's a, that's a long winded answer to your question, but I guess, you know, the short answer is, you know, it depends. It depends on the conversion. It depends on the, the conversion goal. You know, and you're not going to be successful with your content uh, if you don't have a lot of clarity around those things to begin with. So at every level and everything that you're doing, you're always asking why and what what's the what does a conversion look like? What's the what's the goal here? Exactly. Yeah. Um, why is a question that I, I think you could never ask too much. And you you mentioned the different uses of a of a of a landing page or of the unbounced tool, and and Ollie even said that you use it for for hiring for people people need to fill out fill out a form uh, even even when they're applying to work at Unbounce. Totally, yeah. We ask people to to put together a landing page instead of sending us a resume, and you know there's two reasons for that. Number one. Uh, it gives them a chance to actually use our product and to get to know our product before they even step in the door. Um, and the second one, which Ollie talks about a lot, is that it adds a little a- layer of friction uh, so that the people who who ultimately create the landing page are people who we know really, really want want to work with the company, are really interested, and, uh, and it eliminates people who are just sort of like you know, spray and praying uh, their, their CV all over the place. Yeah, I'm not in HR, but I hear that happens a lot. <laughs> People just send their their uh, resume all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then sometimes <laughs> they'll forget to change the like, you know, dear sir and madam <laughs> line. They're just uh, on their cover pasting. letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Marketing is always evolving. Is there some new practice or something that's you've started to implement recently that is really working for you that you know, maybe you weren't doing a year or two ago. Hmm. Yeah. So, so back to the lead generation side of things, we, uh, we found that 
when you give someone an opportunity within your content, uh, so within a blog post, for example, if you give them an opportunity to dig further uh, and you've already qualified their interest through the topic of like, let's say your blog post is on uh, copywriting, um, that's a really good indication if they're engaged in that post and they're clicking on that email if they subscribe to your blog newsletter, for example, that they're interested in copywriting content. And so by offering them you know, an additional piece of content on that same topic, some people call it a content upgrade. Uh, like I said, we, we call it a conversion carrot and embedding that in, in, in something like a blog post, then uh, we've been really successful with uh, getting really qualified leads out of that. And so we've started to embed these, uh, you know, inline um, CTAs uh, in our in our blog content, um, either by embedding them right in the post um, or using tools like exit overlays um, at the right time to to ask somebody to opt in to another piece of content. And so we've, we've found that these could be really effective. The caveat being you could only do it uh, <laughs> at a time that's appropriate uh, with content that's relevant and with content that's really, really valuable. And so I think you see a lot of marketers out there uh, you know, doing things like you know, pop-ups right when you arrive on a blog or you know, making it really hard to exit uh, these sorts of tools. But, uh, but we found if you do it in a way that's respectful, that's relevant, uh, that's valuable and timely, they've been really effective. That's good. I can see it being effective. And you've actually given me any, an idea for one of, the projects that I'm a project manager on. Um, okay. They, they, they had a recent, well, we, I just noticed that they got a, a big response to they're they're in safety management and they got a big response to transportation safety issues, you know? So p- people that go to that particular blog post are obviously interested in it. Right. And so mm-hmm. if, if I'm getting this right, you would say have some sort of a way for them to opt in and to get more information. Like say, for example, they had a, uh, they are actually developing a course on transportation safety. So we would, if, if I'm following you correctly, we'd have an opportunity to, for them to, you know, maybe sign up for the course or read another article or go a little bit more in depth in some sort of a way. And they got to give us their name and, and email address in order to get that piece of content. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. From a lead generation perspective. But we found this even uh, valuable in other ways. So I think lead gen is the obvious use case. Uh, but sometimes, you know, maybe you have a piece of content that gets a ton of traffic, but, you know, you have a relatively low conversion rate on that. Uh, and maybe in conversion in this case is, is lead generation, but maybe it's something like, you know, an actual uh, somebody clicking through and becoming a customer. And so if, if you know that you have a really high traffic piece of content, you know, how can you funnel them along to either another piece of content or another page on your website that's going to help uh, convert them? Maybe you have another page that gets very little traffic, but converts really, really well, has a very high conversion rate. There's opportunities there as well to use, uh, you know, a combination of, you know, links to landing pages and, you know, contextual calls to action and things like over exit overlays to help, uh, sort of shape your traffic and, and send people from, you know, high traffic pages to high converting pages. Uh, and so there, there's a lot of really cool things that you could do if you're, you know, if you're very familiar with your data and, uh, and you're very kind of smart and deliberate about how you funnel your traffic in different directions based again on 
you know, relevance and timeliness and, and value. Great. That's great advice. I know I learned something, so I hope our listeners did as well. And, uh, we're seeing these, these, we're seeing these overlays come up all the time now, aren't we? Like, it seems like everybody's using them. It's, it's quite a popular thing for people to do now. Yeah. And it's something, to be honest, that we, you know, we resisted for a while because we weren't seeing a lot of, uh, marketers who were doing them in a way that we were comfortable with. Uh, but, you know, a big lesson for us is that, you know, you, you can't kind of dismiss a tool out of hand because tool out of hand because people are using it wrong. Uh, and so we've started to experiment it with our in our blog and and be very careful with our copy and our design. Um, a recent example is we had a post uh, on our blog a few weeks ago or maybe a m- month ago or so already uh, about the uh, the U.S. election, <laughs> uh, which is not political. It was looking at um, both of the main candidates' uh, landing pages and their websites in general and kind of critiquing them from a conversion optimization perspective. So as you might imagine this post got a lot of traffic and we were trying to think of ways to leverage that existing traffic. And, uh, I put an exit overlay on that post, which was, it was really funny. Actually, it, it was a, it was a image of Trump and Clinton and the CTA was, uh, make my marketing great again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it, it basically gave them because it was a super long post. Uh, it gave them a PDF version of that post because our hypothesis was, well, this is really valuable content, but not everybody has time to read this right now. So uh, we offered them a, like a nicely formatted download of the post. And uh, and that generated uh, a really nice amount of leads for us. So um, and and in, in a way that I think was was quite, uh, quite humorous and, uh, and, you know, made people smile rather than make, make, making them really angry, which is sometimes what happens when they encounter these things. Yeah, exactly. Is, is that post still available? It is, yeah. Okay. It is still available. Uh, it's on the Unbounce blog. And uh, I wish I had a direct URL for you. But if you go to the Unbounce blog and you, you, you search for uh, Trump or Clinton um, or just Google it, uh, you'll find it. I'll put it in the, actually, show. Yeah, I'll put yeah, it in the I, show notes too. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, actually, I was just going to humble brag about something is that we, we put a lot of time into optimizing this post for SEO. Uh, and I could brag about it because it wasn't me. It was my team. And, uh, and so we actually rank for, uh, presidential marketing campaigns. So if you just remember those three terms, presidential marketing campaigns, fingers crossed, uh, it should, it should show up. That's great. I was going to say, what a brilliant idea to hop on board something like that. I used to have a, a boss at a marketing company that t- called, called it the Super Bowl effect, you know, to look for what was being advertised at the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. that was getting all kinds of talk, right? Water cooler talk and all the rest of it. And people were looking up those ads. And he was saying, you know, if you're a smaller company, no matter what size your company is, you know, do something related to the, to one of those uh, subjects and you can kind of piggyback on, on what's going on on, on, uh, on one of the biggest days of the year on, t- on television. Yeah. I think, uh, David Muirman Scott calls it newsjacking. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's something we, we do a little bit, not a lot of, yeah. but, uh, we always try to find a way to like to, to approach these news events from an angle that is unique to us, right? Like yeah. people aren't going to unbounce for news about the presidential election campaign, but they are coming to us for insights on conversion rate optimization. Yeah. And so by, by kind of combining those two things, we're able to drive a lot of traffic and, uh, and hopefully drive some qualified traffic. And then, like I said, funnel them, uh, or basically send them deeper into our funnel by, uh, by getting their email address, by offering a, 
something, an add-on of value, which in this case was a, a print of, print out of the, of the post. Yeah. Or PDF. And I can see you guys doing it. I mean, sincerely, I would want to know what you, you would have to say about the, how well those presidential sites are, are put together and what can we, what could I learn from them as a marketer? And I, re, you know, cause I respect your opinion. So it's, it's, uh, as a marketer, that's a, actually a fascinating subject for me. What are the, what are the presidential candidates doing and what are their websites like and how, you know, what, who's doing a better job and what, what could they do to improve and what can I learn from it in my own, uh, with my own clients and my own websites? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty epic post. I, uh, I suggest checking it out for sure. Okay. Good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's go into the final phase of our interview here. We have a few questions that we ask all of our guests. Okay. And uh, just so you know, the first, the answer to this first question doesn't have to be jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're the Jelly Marketing Podcast, what do you like to spread on your toast? Hmm. (laughs) You know what? Uh, I'm a a peanut butter and banana man. Nice. Oh man, you're a man. Yeah, like like Elvis. Yeah, I love peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the Elvis, but minus the bacon. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you do to handle stress? Hmm. (laughs) Good question. Uh, hmm. I think breathing <laughs> for, for, for starters. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I find that, yeah, I know I get, I'm, I'm at my kind of happiest and more, most relaxed when I'm, uh, when I'm creating something. Hmm. So I try to set aside, you know, time in my week to either write or, or make music or, or do something creative. I think I feel like that really grounds me. Are you an iPhone or an Android person? I am an iPhone person. And on yeah, your- I'm a slave to the iPhone. <laughs> and I know this is a hard one to answer, but do you have a favorite app uh, on your on your phone? Hmm. So I have a favorite app. Uh, I really like the Downcast app for listening to podcasts. I, uh, I feel like, yeah, I always almost always have headphones in my in my iPhone, so I'm either listening to uh, a podcast on Downcast or you know Spotify for music. So those would probably be the the two. Maybe obvious ones, but the two that I use the most. Do you have a favorite life or business hack to share? Is there some sort of shortcut or loophole that makes your life easier? You know what? <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I think often these life hacks are meant to, or these productivity hacks are meant to stuff more and more into the time that you have to do more, to go faster. Uh, Charles Duhigg has a book called, I think, Stronger, Better, Faster. And it's, and, and it's all about that. Uh, but I found that, like, the secret is, is actually slowing things down sometimes. Uh, whether it's in a, in a conversation with somebody, um, just taking a step back, even, even just through your, the way you speak, just slowing down, um, you know, trying to take less on in a day. So, like, you know, having, focusing on a few things, uh, on your to do list for a day, you know, instead of 10 things, you know, we've, we've found that from a content creation perspective as well, that we were really trying to focus on quality, um, instead of quantity and, and only publishing, uh, content when, you know, there's a strategy around it. And we, again, we know why we're doing it. So I guess my, my life hack or productivity hack would just be like in all areas of your life, see if you could slow down a little bit. Um, and I think that paradoxically you'll actually find, that uh, that time slows down. Thanks, Dan. I love your answer to that question. That that's really awesome. I, as soon as you said that, I thought, yeah, that's that's really true. We we 
so many of these life hacks are about, all about cramming things, more mm-hmm. things into our lives. And that's not necessarily a healthy thing in the long run, is it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's hard to choose just one, but for the purposes of this interview, is there a cause or a nonprofit that's near and dear to you? You know, I'm a pretty big believer that uh, the best place to start uh, when it comes to making a change, social justice, uh, you know, supporting causes is in your own backyard. Uh, so like, you know, in your community, um, if you have a soup kitchen, if you have a food bank, I think, you know, I, I can name some local ones here in Montreal, but I, I think it's probably, lo- you know, look at what's happening in your neighborhood and uh, and see if you could contribute there because I think if everybody did that, then you know the world <laughs> would uh would be a, a better place. And last but not least, how do people get in touch with you, and how can they find out more about Unbounce? Sure. Uh, so get in touch with me. Uh, Twitter is a great way. So I'm at DanJL uh, on Twitter. Uh, you could also just email me Dan at Unbounce.com. Really easy. Um, would love to hear from you. I would love to hear uh, if you have any questions about content, about Unbounce. Um, and of course, at unbounce.com, you could uh, find links to our blog, to our podcast, um, and of course, find out more about uh, the, la- the Unbounce landing page builder and how you can easily um, build landing pages for all your marketing campaigns. Well, thanks so much, Dan. Some great information. I really enjoyed uh, talking to you. I know I learned a lot and I hope our listeners did too. It was a lot of fun. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, thanks again to Dan Levy from Unbounce for joining us on the 21st episode of the Jelly Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to check out some of the links and show notes from this episode, go to the Jelly Marketing Podcast page at jellymarketing.com and you'll find them under the blog tab of the website. Also, be sure and check us out on iTunes and leave a comment and a rating. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. You can fly higher than the sky, shine brighter than the stars. You can live for you ever wanted. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.